the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Wow, what a weird day yesterday, huh? Markets had a very sleepy start to the week. I guess you could say it's a holiday shortened week. Maybe it's the kickoff of summer, barbecue season, and the drama hit the meat market, which you tend not to say very, very often in this business. The meat market in barbecues, very seasonal with summer. Good news on that front is the United States and the UK are posting very low coronavirus deaths on a daily basis, including the UK reporting zero yesterday for the first time since the pandemic began. Europe looks like it's going to, not Europe, the UK looks like it's going to fully open June 21. But let's get to that meat market. Typically, when you think of cyber terrorism, you think of, what do you think of? Movies where nuclear codes are stolen by the Russians or a Russian paramilitary breakaway group so as not to offend a whole nation. Yeah, that's typically what you think of, right? Hackers uh, hitting maybe bank heists. How about the burger supply? We had a weird one already today when they hit a pipeline and said, well, what's that all about? And we kind of get that sometimes they hit things like insurance companies and get information or Facebook and get all of our data, sometimes even our passwords. You should on a regular basis change your passwords. I would do it every three months, every six months, once a year, on your birthday, the day after Christmas, the day after Thanksgiving. Try to get into some sort of routine. Easier said than done, I know. So over the weekend, hackers hit the only piece of American infrastructure more critical than Colonial Pipeline. It's the burger supply. If you tell my son, who is a meat eater, burgers might get lean in inventory this summer, he panics. JBS, which is a company most of us have not heard of, the world's largest meat processor. And you think about that, and it it kind of implies, how shall we say, slaughterhouse, right? Meat processor. They had to shut down North American and Australian operations following a coordinated ransomware attack. Company told the White House that it believes the criminal organization is in Russia behind the attack. In the United States, which counts for half of JBS revenues, nearly 20% of beef production was impacted. It does appear to be temporary, though, so good news. You will be able to get your burgers, but the price of meat is already on the rise. Wholesale meat prices remained mostly stable yesterday, but the more trend coming out of the pandemic... It's pushing them higher. With wildfire season looming in California, 
it's already hitting, to be honest with you. Every day I hear about four or five small fires. It's going to be a bad year, I get the feeling. What's left of California that's not burned down will burn down, it feels like. I know that's an exaggeration. I've told my once, I've told myself a million times not to exaggerate. But April's pork and beef prices were already up 4.8% and up 3.3%. And again, when you get to the words of inflation on a year-over-year basis, you can kind of expect a 2 to 3% wage increase every year. That's historically what we grew up with. Dad would come home and say, honey, ma- or mom, mother. <laughs> That's not what he did. He, he was talking to his wife, not his mother. Honey, I got a raise. Sweet. And typically it wasn't a lot. But a lot of people get to annual reviews and you can see where that goes. But pork price is up 4.8%. Bacon's going to be more expensive. Oh, no. Hamburgers are going to be more expensive. Then you get into labor shortages and restaurant reopenings, rising grain and transportation costs. Every part of this of the, the chain of getting the, the cow from the farm to your grocery store to your grill is getting more expensive this year. Worthy of note, AMC um, is doing really, really well this year as a stock. Who would have imagined a stock could go up 1,100% in one year? Chain raised more than $230 million to acquire other theaters. So they're trying to use their high share price combined with a downturn in the industry due to the pandemic to acquire competitors. Doesn't sound horrible, but is it your type of business? Because it's not my type of business. The AMC CEO said beautifully and well, and everyone's thinking this as well, with an increasingly vaccinated population and the imminent release of blockbuster new movie titles, it's time for AMC to go on the offense. Very interesting, is that not? As a company that I'm not going to say was left for dead, but wasn't doing well. So the movie summer blockbusters are coming. Black Widow, Jungle Cruise, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, F9, Dune, Snake Eyes, Free Guy, Eternals, The Green Knight, The Suicide Squad, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, Spider-Man, No Way Home. I don't like their Spider-Man titles because Far From Home sounds like No Way Home, and I think I've already seen one of them. <laughs> They're not very memorable. No Time to Die, James Bond, Bond, James Bond. It's going to be a nice summer if those get into the theaters and we feel that we're vaccinated enough, of which I saw that AMC came up with. And I don't know how I feel about this because I told you I went to a baseball game a couple weeks ago, and the rules say you have to be vaccinated and you have to socially distance or you can sit in a all vaccinated, socially not distanced section. There was a lot of people who weren't vaccinated. There was, in fact, there was no check. So AMC said, you can come to our movie theaters and if you've been vaccinated, you can crowd in as much as you want. But there's no oversight. To go on a plane, there's oversight. To go overseas, there's oversight. Movie theaters, not so much. Is that interesting? I find that kind of interesting. So we've had a cyber attack, attack on our cows. Typically, you think of crop circles and cows being abducted by aliens, but this time the Russians want to shut down the industry. There's a new IPO coming out. How do you, how's this one sound to you? Homer Simpson's approves, I can tell you that. 
Krispy Kreme come in public with the ticker symbol D-N-U-T, D-Nut. I don't know why they didn't go with the ticker symbol K-R-P-Y for Krispy Kreme. Oh, yeah, that kind of spells out crappy. <laughs> but a, a more creative name would have been Glaze, ticker symbol G-L-Z-D. No. Best donuts, by the way, Krispy Kreme donuts are Glaze donuts. I know you're saying I, I need, needed that opinion today, Rob. I don't like any of the others. Glaze are the best. It's an 83-year-old chain, and it's 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 iconic on the East Coast. Big fundraiser thing. You go to school, buy a donut. It's overpriced, but you help a fundraiser kind of thing. Why do I bring this up? Because they're coming public, and I know you're saying in the back of your head, I thought they came public. Was there this big thing that how oh, they're coming to the West Coast, they're going to expand? Yeah, that, that's right. They did come public, but they went bankrupt five years later because – Carbs became enemy number one in a dietary fad in America. That's what they say. They wait, wait. Um, that's why they say they went bankrupt. Sales grew 17% in donuts last year. Whoa. They went from 6,040 stores to 8,275 stores. They own something called insomnia cookies. You could invest in donuts. Is this not the greatest country on the planet? Of course, you should consult a broker advisor for taking the action on any stocks ever mentioned. And I don't own any own shares of Krispy Kreme. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. This song was a big winner in the awards show season. Now that we're hitting summer... Awards award season is over, but this is the steps by Heim. Um, AMC shares hit an all-time high as investors are shrugging off a uh, big hedge fund stock sale. This just tells me that smart money hedge funds, in theory, are smart money. They're big money. Exiting a position while people are jumping in. That sounds like a bad, I don't know. I wish you luck. I wish you luck, AMC investors or traders. Tesla is recalling 6,000 cars over risk of loose bolts. I don't know about you, but it certainly feels to me like Tesla has lost a little bit of its shine as far as quality control goes, as far as media coverage. You hear about Tesla glass roofs flying off into the highway and cars being, how shall we say, driving themselves into flaming pickup trucks. And it doesn't sound good. Tesla's recalling 5,974 of its electric vehicles over concerns that their brake caliper bolts could be loose. That could potentially cause a loss of tire pressure. Cars that are part of the voluntary recall include 2019 through 2021 Model 3 and Model Y vehicles. Quality control is important. Elon Musk is at it again. What did he do, you asked? He is sending shares of Samsung Publishing soaring today. Uh, why? Samsung Publishing. I know you're saying Samsung's television, Samsung Electronics. The, you, you go through your head of what you think I'm going to say about Samsung Publishing, and it ain't gonna. It, it's going to freak you out. Uh, they're the music company behind Baby Shark. Do 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 do. Baby Shark crushes all more than more views than humans. Is Elon Musk tweet? Um, 
And that's pushing a stock 10% higher. Wow. I know he can manipulate Bitcoin with a suggestion. Uh, but Baby Shark cracked the top 40 charts in the UK. The song has been around for well over a decade. When you take a look at it, it is the most viewed video on YouTube. Probably because parents are putting their kids to bed with it and things like that. But, yep. <clears throat> Not everyone can be a blogger. Former President Donald Trump's blog has been permanently shut down. The page from the desk of Donald J. Trump has been scrubbed from Trump's website and will not be returning. Um, what will the president do next? Has a lot of people asking as he has been banned from Facebook and Twitter. Maybe he's getting ready to launch something bigger than a blog page. I don't know. I think if you were to dig for a story there, you would bring up the question, the thought, the idea of will there be turnover in seriously big companies like Twitter and Facebook? Will there be a next thing? Keep in mind, I think that there will be. Um, I know it's easy to forget perspective, right? But America Online was once a thing that everyone had to have. Everyone was doing it. It's like the cha-cha. It's like the twist. What once was radio and music dance fads have turned into social media. AOL became what? MySpace. MySpace became what? Facebook. So will there, will, is Instagram beating Facebook? I feel a little bit that, but they own it. Can't beat them, buy them, right? That's the idea. Other interesting notes out there today. Um, the all-electric Ford F-150 Lightning. We're learning more about this. Electric vehicles, you're going to see a, just a, a crazy run over the next 10, 15 years. Um, you thought you saw a lot of Teslas, and trust me, I live 10 miles from Palo Alto, and Palo Alto is like Tesla heaven. It's weird. Um, they used to call Palo Alto the... The Prius was the Palo Alto, you know, flower. The all-electric Ford 150 Lightning with extended range battery can power your house for three days on a single charge. I don't even know what that means. Is that powering your refrigerator or powering your whole house? I like the idea. I don't know if I believe it quite yet. Uh, but the electric Ford 150 can power your entire house. If you ration your power usage, Ford says it can stretch up to 10 days. That's kind of cool. Um, and it sounds like this is going to be a pretty utilitary vehicle. I think that's bad news for Tesla shareholders. It doesn't mean Tesla doesn't go higher because a rising tide lifts all boats. And the tide is coming in big time for electric vehicles in America and the world. Whether you like it or not, you may think there are glorified golf carts. I get it. Um, you may have fear of range anxiety. Now, get this. Elon Musk has announced. Well, he didn't really announce. He announced it a few years ago. That he would be making a Tesla restaurant. 
which you snicker at and you giggle and you go, what? But then you start thinking about it and your fear of a Tesla is the range anxiety. So the idea of setting up a restaurant where you get some sort of crazy perks like food, discounted drinks, um, something to do for kids, video games. And it starts to make a little, I kind of get where he's going. I kind of pick up what he's putting down. And again, I, when I say he, I should be very careful to say it's Tesla, not him. But Tesla's recently filed a new trademark for its brand under restaurant services. The company applied for three new trademarks that will cover restaurant services, pop-up restaurant services, and self-service restaurant services, takeout restaurant services. You might be thinking, how does the restaurant industry fit in with a Tesla? You need a charge, kill a little time eating some food. Um, I heard a story on the news during this show today that 7-Eleven has opened up more charging stations. And I'm like, whoa. And a couple months ago, you probably remember hearing that the city council of Petaluma said, hey, we're not going to build any more gasoline stations. We'll only give permits for charging stations. And it instantly comes to mind of how can I make money in this? A lot of people are going to need charges. Right, whether it's the Ford F one fifty or the Tesla truck, people would be charging. Now the convenience store idea has been bounced around, putting up an old school drive in roller skates, rock and roll restaurant where you can eat in your car using a Tesla supercharger, it already exists. Tesla has one of those in LA. So when you think of Tesla, do you think of electric vehicles? Do you think of the supply chain that they dominate? Do you think of the charging walls? Do you think of the solar roofs? Do you think of big fat margins by selling burgers and fries? There's no fat margins in burgers and fries, but give them credit. They're always one step, two steps ahead of the competition. So far, good for Tesla. Hey, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. I work with EP Wealth. If you want to become a client, there's more information. If you go to robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Thanks for listening. I pledge if you listen, I will do my very best to create some content for you that helps you as an investor. There appears to be a shortage of just about everything right now due to supply chains that were disrupted during the pandemic. Then there's also crazy surges of demand. There's questionable, do I really want to go back to work employees who they need to be financially motivated to put their butt back at their desk? They're tookish, I should say. Or their buttocks. Isn't that word buttocks awesome? America's, America's chicken sandwich wars have everyone scrambling for chicken. Breast prices have doubled this year. Whoa. Chick-fil-A has run low on sauce. Burger King has had pickle problems. Not pickle problems with Cucumbers, pickle problems with jars, they're hard to come by. This is crazy. Renting a car, if you look at, for a vacation right now, you can spend $1,000 a day on a car rental in Miami. 
to quote another radio host, what are you, nuts? If you've thought about remodeling a home, good luck. It's expensive. You bought a house in the last year due to the pandemic because your kids couldn't play with other children, so you got a big old pool. Your price of chlorine is higher. These are all things that contribute to the big I word. Inflation. We're seeing crazy bouts of inflation hit. The question is, as summer moves on and the surge dies down for all of these products, will inflation die down? And that seems to be the, the, the focal point or the question that the market's going to have to deal with. If inflation stays, uh-oh, higher interest rates. Cost of money goes up. It's a headwind, no longer a tailwind. We have an aging population. The average age of private non-residential fixed assets such as plants and equipment for businesses, we're not putting a lot of money into our equipment. Prices are going to surge this summer. That's the expectation. Automation and long-term productivity gains have reduced wage exposure for companies. But now you either need to put money back into equipment or put money into employees who are asking for more money. Hmm. Inflation, the pandemic effect. I was reading an article in The Economist that was titled, Where's My Washer? <laughs> if you're trying to get cabinets, good luck. Uh, but appliances, there's a serious shortage. If you're trying to get roofing materials, they're out there. A little bit tougher. But copper and windows and framing lumber and wallboard, I've heard that a lot of construction is basically they're pouring cement now, walking away, waiting for the lumber prices to come down or to be delivered so they can move forward and finish the home. Again, pretty interesting stuff in my opinion. As far as I didn't think that was going to happen that way. There was as much a run on guns as on toilet paper at the beginning of the pandemic. An L.A. City Council member described the uptick in gun purchases in a New York Times article. Um, that saw roughly 20 percent of all new 20 percent of all guns sold were new gun owners. The pandemic sent us home, locked us up and we felt unsafe. So we bought guns. 39% of American households own guns. 39%. Just four years ago, it was 32%. That's a big jump. I would say don't mess with Texas, but I'm starting to say don't mess with North American. I don't know. Snap. You know the website or the app Snap, right? They said they've got over 5,400 creators making a total of $130 million through its Spotlight Creator Program, which rolled out in November. The average earner for an influencer on Snap, $24,000 a year. That's not bad. It's more than I would have thought. Now, again, out of 5,400 creators, and they've basically – Snap's doing something interesting. They're all in on augmented reality. And they've tried to say we're a camera company – we're not really a social media site or a camera company. And what the work that they've done with lenses is really, really cute. 
I would like to interview a professional photographer and have them tell me, oh, it's more than cute. It's groundbreaking. But I just think it's really cute for now. But Wall Street's going to need a next big thing. And the next big thing could be augmented reality. It could be digital currencies. It could be electric vehicles. It could be electric vehicles with solar charging on them. We don't know what the next big thing is. We know where the ideas are. We know that science fiction movies have ruined the idea of wearable technology for your your glasses. <laughs> they make it look so cool. Tom Cruise looks really chic when he puts in a contact lens and has a computer in his eye. So when you see the prototypes that Oculus and Facebook and other companies are working on on augmented reality, you're like, well, that kind of looks like a computer on that guy's head. It does. But Snap is very interesting if you're betting on the next wave of innovation. Sales of retail products through augmented reality are expected to grow exponentially for the next three to five years. Big week this week on the May jobs report. Some people are referring to it as pivotal. The May jobs report comes out Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the first Friday of the month. It'll be an important indicator of what will the Fed do. You remember there was that little meme that people put on their cars called a bumper sticker? What would Jesus do? What would the Fed do? Not quite as catchy as Jesus, right? So the word pivotal, I, I think it has something to do with this Friday. A better reading for May could give the central bank more justification for winding down pandemic-era stimulus measures. But April's numbers missed. They whiffed, to coin a sports phrase, right? Not a lot of earnings this week, but one big company did report earnings this week. Zoom. Now, Zoom, let's, I want to pick up their ticker before I give you some of the data on their earnings. Give me just a second. Do, 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 do. And if you ever want to call the show, I'll gladly review a stock for you. But um, Zoom is the, 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 it's the pandemic play, right? It was, we were locked up. Kids couldn't go to school for about a week. And they were like, oh, we can do online virtual classes. Zoom's down three bucks today down 1%. That hardly sounds awful after a re earnings report. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound awful, right? It sounds like it may have been fairly priced last night when things closed. One of the things that Zoom had to say was revenues were great, but we expect revenues to moderate going forward. So the glory days may be past. What will they do now? I'm not going to say wise investor, but one theory is that they should use that expensive share price to go out and make some acquisitions to add to their product. Ticker symbol is ZM, Zoom. Uh, the stock is 45% down from its all-time high, but that was a pandemic peak. Zoom has consistently produced forecast beating quarters throughout the pandemic, and it did it this time as well as we start to wind down in the United States. Please keep in mind the pandemic is resurging again in Asia. 
And the last time it resurged in the UK, it came to the United States and had a resurgence. Let's not celebrate too soon, right? But Zoom post revenues of $956 million, up 191% from the previous year. Growth in each of the last three quarters was up 355%, so 191% is a bit of a moderation. But still, I think most of us in life would say, hey, if my revenue went up 191% year over year, we'd be stoked. The big question is, what are they going to do now? And that's how Wall Street works. You don't want to go with the church of what used to work. You want to go with what's working now. Zoom lifted its revenue guidance to $3.99 billion. Am I supposed to be impressed with that? It's, it's a good number. They said they've got about 497,000 customers with more than 10 employees, up from about 87% a year ago. Up 87% from a year ago. So they're trying to focus on the enterprise. My big fear, no matter what we think about Zoom, and it's awesome. CFP Chad Burton just did a, a radio show on a Zoom connection, and the audio was in-studio quality. I was more than impressed listening. By the way, he does a show here on AM 1220 KDOW, Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. My fear for Zoom really isn't – the pandemic, it was a trade, and you might have traded really, really well – Coming out of the pandemic, you're, how you frame it is, what happens if Google, Apple, or Microsoft really upgrade this area of their business? I can't tell the difference between some of the Microsoft products, some of the Google products. FaceTime, maybe not as industrially robust. But I think that's what the average person thinks, right? Remote work's not going away, so they have that going for them. But you get the ideas. It's something to think about. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. It's pretty weird to think that fires and hot weather play into investments. Fires are a big one, right? Fires affect insurance companies. So it's very strange to think about this, but in August, when we enter that hurricane season, Wall Street will bet on weather, on storms. Does it look like a lot of hurricanes are going to form in the Gulf of Mexico, where the U.S. gets a lot of oil? Hurricanes and Big rigs out in the ocean doing drilling don't go hand in hand. I think there was a movie or two about that. BP, BP, BP. Now, I personally like when there's an oil spill and dolphins get all oiled up because they taste more delicious in my salad. Kidding. Jokey. Cancel culture. Just kidding. I love dolphins. Even though they're not the most friendliest animal in the sea. Oh, flipper. Jimmy's boat tipped over? Well, I think I'm just going to have another Zeman and leave Jimmy up to himself. Okay, okay, get the boat. We'll go get Jimmy. And then, like, somehow we got to work Chewbacca in on this, right? Chewbacca always wants in on the action. But anyway, um, hurricanes in the Gulf is oil. On the other side of Florida, which, for the record, I do like Tampa. 
to visit. It's a beautiful, beautiful city. And you get the Gulf sunsets. When an oil rig's on fire, it, the purple in the sky is really, really beautiful. But on the other side of Miami is a lot of population and high rises. So if a hurricane hits the eastern side, uh-oh, insurance companies are going to have to cover those costs. Floods, damage, wind damage, buildings getting hit. You get the idea. Hurricanes kind of tend to pick up trailers and throw them around. So weather has a big impact. So this summer, as we go into fire season, think about the cost of lumber. Every time you hear about 100 houses burning down and you hear about a housing shortage, when I do economic data and I say there's a housing shortage in America, and then you throw on top of that homes burning down, again, you get an insurance investment play, but you also get the lumber play. Um, I don't think you'd be crazy to look into what's called a hard assets fund for your diversified portfolio because we're seeing a lot of inflation. Now, ideally, you would have looked at it when we weren't seeing a lot of inflation. But I think 2021 is the year of does the inflation last or does it start to fade as summer moves on? If it were that easy, we'd all be gazillionaires. It's not that easy. So summer... Supply chains are going to be a big question. And we're seeing problems in boba, which I didn't even know what boba was until a few weeks ago. And if you don't know, I'm not going to tell you because you're going to go look up what the heck is boba, B-O-B-A. We're seeing worker shortages, ketchup shortages, semiconductor shortages, lumber shortages, gas shortages. And this is the, the classic supply and demand. So this summer, we're going to see a lot of inflation, but then will because a lot of demand is going to be surging. But when that surge pulls back, where are we going to be left? Now, keep in mind, when there's that demand that was built up, we knew that. And then when that Suez Canal debacle happened earlier in the year where a boat got stuck in the Suez Canal, we're like, no, I didn't know that a lot of furniture went from Asia to Europe, manufactured, uh, put together in Europe, sent to the United States. I didn't know that we had to go that route. Apparently we do. Crypto is going to be a summer of crypto. Blockchain-based currencies, entire shtick is being the wild, wild west of finance. But a lot of new sheriffs are coming to town. SEC chairman said that crypto needs more regulation. The Treasury Department announced it's in the process of tightening disclosure requirements to the IRS. The Federal Reserve said it's in a sprint to create some new rules. China says there's a crackdown on cryptocurrencies. This summer, the next 90 days... Crypto is going to be a story. Inflation is going to be a story. Does it subside or does it not? Then we get into consumer trends of the summer. Uh, everything that we're hearing is it's going to be a party like 1921, like um, the glory days, the swinging days. Will home fitness be here to stay? Is Zoom video got a second act to it? Peloton stock was up 400 percent in 2020. Stock is down almost 25% this year. But we're splurging. That's that's the, I guess that's the point of the final point that I want to make on the summer is that consumer trends are set to splurge. We're going to splurge on makeup. We're going to splurge on clothes. We're going to splurge on vacations. And we're going to splurge probably on some gym equipment. But is that enough to keep you involved with Peloton? 
Have you experienced the awkwardness of a post-COVID hug or handshake yet? I hate it. QR code menus, I hate them. Touchless coffee machines, I'm not a big fan. But that's all out there. Hey, really good news. Listen to this. Amgen, talking about why you want to invest. And I'm not telling you to invest in Amgen, but listen to this real quick. There's a path-breaking pill for lung cancer. It was approved by the FDA, adding a new potential blockbuster to uh, Amgen's core drugs. It's a drug called Lumacras. It was approved Friday to treat a portion of lung cancer patients with a particular genetic mutation who've already tried other therapies and who are considered undruggable. Some cancers aren't, don't respond to drugs, undruggable. A lot of good things came out of the pandemic. A big focus on science and innovation, speed of innovation in science. A big breakthrough in cancer sounds pretty nice. How much money is it going to cost you? $17,900 a month for the drug. That's another question. But there is some positive news out there. We don't have to dwell on the negatives. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. New podcast, new blog, new entertainment ideas coming. Stay tuned for them. I'm Rob Black.